This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening and welcome to Blues Focus. This is a little mini podcast, I suppose. Uh, tonight I'm glad to be joined once again by Zach and Jamie. Good evening, lads. How are you? All good, mate. All good. All good, all good. Jamie's got a poker session really quick, so I'm quite conscious of time. Uh, no, but basically, <laughs> this news has come out very quickly, um, very recently. We're currently recording this at 10 to 7. The news came out at 6.15, uh, which is Blues Chairman Wen King Zhao uh, uh, issues an open communication to supporters. So this is off the back of basically the process, to put it very simply. Uh if you remember rightly, those sell the club uh, little leaflets. I wish I had one on hand right now. I'm oh, I've got a shit ton at home as well. I'm so yeah. sorry. So those little blue sell the club things. The petition that was linked to it is linked to this open letter that was linked to that was issued to the chairman, uh, Wen King Zhao, who I think, if I'm if I'm right in saying it was the same chairman, so long as they haven't changed in the time that was sort of he, he came out once, didn't he, in the whole time. Yeah, for- months ago was the last time he, he, he publicly came out and said something and and nothing's changed since then so whether things <laughs> will change now I don't know but yeah 14 months ago was the last time he came out and, and issued a statement it was I after mean, the game wasn't it any any communication from the football club is dead anyway at the minute so the fact we haven't got a letter from anyone is a bit like oh right mm, that is true yeah it's um all the work of the no it's the work of the blue supporters um, group. So this is the official statement. I'm going to read bits out as we go along. Um, obviously, he's issued it uh, he's to all the supporters and has acknowledged uh, the receipt and issues thanks to the letter delivered to St. Andrews on the Wednesday 8th of February, handed in by members of the Blues Trust. Uh, one of them was including my dad as well. So that was quite interesting to see his um, face on the front of that. Um, oh, no. Oh, my dad. <laughs> um, yeah, basically... Some of the things that were proposed in the um, uh, in the petition was stuff like a fan advisory board that is going to be put into effect, uh, basically where people, where us fans can come out and say to um, the board after they've, I assume what it basically means, if they come up with ideas, 
they'll have a decisive say on those things. So it won't mean that they can just do whatever, like sell the stadium rights to them or to a company or whatever. Like we have to have a say on these things. I imagine, I don't know about you guys, that's probably what that will be issued for. You yeah, mean like changing the name? <laughs> yeah, so like Birmingham, Birmingham Blues or something. Trillion yeah, I, dollar I mean, bullshit stadium. I mean, <laughs> with that, I question the the the. It's all well and good to say Blues fans will will have a say, but how much of a say will we actually have? Everything's still very up in the air. I mean, if this does come, come, you know, if this does happen, that'll be fantastic. But the ultimate question is, how much of a say will Blues fans yeah. actually have? Um, because you know, at the end of the day, they want to get us on their side at the moment, don't they? So they're going to say things. Uh, all in good vein and look fantastic but you know we want to see these things actually implemented and then work well and have a good effect and a positive impact on the club but yeah good start to the statement i guess we'll have more of a say as fans which has to be a positive my issue with it though the only issue i have is that bshl seem very much like the kind of people who are it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission so they will just do it and then go oh by the way did this there you go Mm. Right, right. No, yeah. I think they will just kind of look at it when they changed the name of the stadium to Trillion Dollar. They just did it. No one knew it was happening in terms of fans. They just went, Yeah, by the way, we changed the name. What? Oh, yeah, we sold the ground. What? Oh, yeah. I will just add, I know this is a bit of a petty thing to bring up, and it might only be my laptop, but can anybody else like really not read what the text is? Because like the font they've used for it is absolutely horrible. I don't hey, know about you guys. Got, we've got bigger issues at the club. I can't read it properly. I can't read it properly. It must be your shit laptop. It probably is, yeah. yeah I can't, <laughs> like, the, all the vowels are, like, really vaguely outlined. <laughs> nah, that's just you, mate. That is it just, just must you. be me, yeah. <laughs> I will just ask, actually. Uh, it's been a month since this letter was handed into them. Uh, what's your overall thoughts on the actual letter itself are you pleased with it or do you feel a bit underwhelmed by it what in terms of the response to the letter yes um again it, it's, it's 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 the same thing we see every time every time a letter goes out the club normally respond and it's always a generic same old same old responses in that oh we can't say too much right now but here's the limited information we'll give you uh, you know, it's at least they've acknowledged it. At least they've acknowledged the letter and tried to, you know, come out and say a, f- a few positive things. Like they'll get, a, you know, the committee together. They've said stuff about the stands, which again, this is all very, very limited information. But at least they've acknowledged it, and at least it's something. Um, it's a shame they can't say more. I don't know why they can't. I'm sure it's legal reasons, and legal all that sort of stuff. But mm. at least they have acknowledged it, so that's something. Jamie, thoughts. Yeah, I mean, in the nicest way possible, like we all kind of all said this at the, before we started recording, they've said a lot but nothing at the same time. Like they've given us glimpses of stuff, but then gone for obvious reasons, fair play, legal reasons. They can't say this. They can't say this. But it's nice to know that we are, you know, our voices are being heard. It's nice to know we're being acknowledged a little bit. You know, it's nice. And in all fairness, we kind of put their hands beyond the back on this one and tied them up with it because we had protests. Sky Sports are there. You spoke to them mm. yourself, Tommy. You know, like they can't, you know, and I'm sure they will be in the full acknowledgement that there was an open letter given from Birmingham City Support. So I think they know the pending EFL investigation, people diving in on the club at the minute and a fucking fire at the training ground very recently that if they don't start responding to stuff very quickly, shit is going down quick. Yeah, I think that's why it suddenly looked very rushed, it's, I think. Yeah, because it's literally gone from no response to bang response. Yeah, yeah there's He's done that today. Been... 
yeah, yeah it's it, yeah you're right with with typically with things like this it'd be like a response will be issued within certain amount of time it's it's just suddenly here like it's the announcement on twitter wasn't like there's going to be some news coming out at 6 15 tonight like a couple of days before anything it's literally 6 15 bang the news is up so mm -hmm. it's like there is communication at times but the communication is so sudden it's suddenly like well, where did this come from we didn't even know yeah. this was happening there's mm -hmm. that's what communication is that's good communication to have and i feel like with this fan advisory board it will invite more fans to demand these sort of things off them so like if you're going to announce some news tell us beforehand i yeah. feel like that's something that we need mm -hmm. no I, I completely agree i think you've both made some brilliant points i, I don't know why the letters happened now because as you said tommy it was sent about a month ago wasn't it so why it's come out now i think jamie you're right in that the club's been a mess recently i don't think that fire helped things um no. I think they, they need to address the fans and they need to do it more often because at the end of the day, we're a very key part in, in, in the club in that we bring a lot of revenue in through ticket sales, merchandise sales. You know, fans are the most important part of football clubs, aren't they? So we just we just need that communication so we know what's going on with the club we love and support. Like, we just need to know what's happening because... It's just frustrating. You know, yeah. It is frustrating, but hey, it's, it's, a, it's something, isn't it? It's it is, yeah. So, <laughs> It's interesting to see that they do acknowledge some certain things. So obviously they're acknowledging that they are um, looking with the shareholder uh, to buy up a 21.64% share in the club. Um, obviously we are only talking from the letter itself. We're not, we haven't got too much inside information. Obviously my dad works for the trust, but even then they're still very quite, they're still limited in what knowledge they do know behind the scenes. Um, but also as well, they also talk about the stadium as well, um, which repairs are scheduled for summer 2023 which uh, i've got issues in all fairness i i can back on that lot there was no way they were going to finish the repairs mid-season yeah the world cup was a good start it'd be so unsafe and stupid to have all that kind of scaffolding up mid-season for anyone in the tilton like it was also the argument of um what was it i've just cut you up tommy and i'm so sorry by the way no no carry on it's it all was, right it was people were saying oh we haven't paid for it i'm not being funny any half business with a brain cell at the minute when it comes to Birmingham City will want the money up front in full before they even attempt. There is no way anyone's going to be in lieu to Birmingham City owing money. Not a chance. So I yeah. always was adamant that it's going to get done. It's been paid, but it was just when. And summer, it has to be done in the summer. Don't get me wrong. There's still two seasons of where the fuck has this been done yet, but it's something yeah it is it's just the fact for me that before they were talking about it would be done for next season and then it would be done for the world cup and now it's going to be done mm -hmm. for the world for the summer of 2023 which is this year obviously but now um, it's on paper it's down on an open letter from the actual boss yes boss, like it's got to be done but other things yeah, have been I put don't... on paper before and, yeah, well, yeah. and I don't think I don't think they confirmed when it. They said it will start again in summer twenty twenty three. But yeah, it, if I'm wrong, I don't think they say when it's going to be finished. To to quote the to quote it exactly, it says, uh, well, "It is a point of concern to me that the speculation suggested the repairs scheduled for summer twenty twenty three were dependent on investments into the football club. I can confirm categorically that this is not the case and the finance for this operation has been ring-fenced by the board accordingly. 
this work will commence after the final home game of the season. We anticipate that the that we will be able to communicate a project timeline issued by the contractors in two weeks. Okay, so that's that's more that's better communication yeah. already. So, that yeah, is there. For sure, we we we've been told this, and we will find out more information about when things might be done in two weeks' time. Whatever happens, I know it's not as easy as this, but those repairs have to be done by the new season it is even if you get two of the stands ridiculous. open again it is it is ridiculous that it's it was before covid that the stands closed we are now in 2023 and those bottom yeah. tiers aren't open i know it's not that easy i know it's not as simple as go fix the stands i know but whatever happens behind the scenes everyone needs to do their utmost best to get the full ground open because let's be honest the atmosphere since it's been half closed hasn't been the same. The fear no. around Blues hasn't been the same. But that opening game of the 23-24 season, that opening home game, the stands are open. It will just bring a nice atmosphere around yeah. in four years, for God's sake. The club needs to do everything <laughs> they can in the summer to get those stands open for the new season. And you're right, Jamie, it was never going to be done uh, before the closing of the season. But stop with the empty promises. We need these stands back yeah. open for 23 That's the best communication they could have done with that stuff and gone, look, yeah. we don't have the project timeline yet, but in two weeks we will. We will let you yeah. know. And that's yeah. fine. However, if it gets to two and a half, three weeks, and I haven't heard a fucking thing, I'm going to be very angry at that point and be like, right, you're taking the piss a bit now. Yeah. Because th this is the risk they run with these sort of things. Like, they could easily just not be communic communicative at all. but And then we, we, we wouldn't have this extended frustration, then, would we? Because if two weeks goes, like Jamie says, and there is still no communication, they've actually made things worse for themselves by trying to yeah. do the right thing. Because mm -hmm. it might not be in their control at that point. Something might come up in that two weeks where something has to change. And for legality reasons, they might have to keep things confidential. So at that but point, even, it, it might it looks like they're doing they're just taking the piss then with the club. But even if something changes between now and that two weeks, let us know something's changed. Put yes. out something. That is we, a good point. we promised you we'd let you know in two weeks. Something has changed, which means we can't let you know in two weeks, but we will let you know by this date. It's so simple. It takes five minutes. I'm not being funny. It is so simple to communicate with us fans. It blows my mind how one of the easiest things to do in football send out a message to fans the way social media and technology is these days it's a piece of piss just let us know we just want to know what's going on i know there are legal reasons i know there's stuff they can't say fine but tell us the things you can't say and just it oh it just blows my mind it just blues communication's got to be better it's a good start with this letter we know in two weeks we'll find out a bit more but we have to find out more in two weeks we, we're so done with empty promises aren't we yeah and yeah. just engaging some of the twitter re reaction it's all pretty much the same thing it's like people are just fed up with the empty promises they're yeah. all really much yeah. just seeing the the, the the some people are not into it at all like some people are literally just saying like i'm people. not interested in it and I, yeah like you said the trust has been so whittled away between us and the board there is that, zero trust exactly yeah there is there's mm -hmm. nothing to feel from this at all this is a thing this is a thing they, they've said what they're gonna do now and they have to do it and deliver i i completely get why people are like it and aren't interested by the letter because it is empty promise after empty promise it's all well and good releasing a letter and it's very easy to say they're gonna do things but we actually want to see them do it now and when we see them do it we can slowly start to rebuild that trust again all of us are frustrated from the last six to seven years the trust has been dying since the moment they sat gary rabbit for me anyway 
I lost a lot of respect yeah. and trust for them the moment they sacked the manager who's pushing top eight, pushing playoffs and won the night before. I don't give a shit about the bullshit agent reason they tried to give, like, oh, finance, blah, blah, blah. Get out, man. Sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> and they've just, ever since then, they've just lied or just not said anything and just quietly. No, there's been no communication like, in terms of they have not once in the last five years gone struggling a bit financially. You know, hemorrhaging money a bit here, lads. Like, we need to make some cuts. If they came out at the end of the season and just went, lads, we're not going to lie. The waves are a bit high. We're going to have to cut some players. We're sorry, da da da. Fans have got, you know what, at least we know what's coming instead of just having this ring around where the EFL now open another investigation. We're not great. Here it comes. Yeah. Uh, furthermore, on some stadium issues, uh, they do go on to say uh, season ticket holders and ticket purchases from the last four seasons, they say. Uh, will shortly be contacted, very vague, I'm just pointing that out, uh, by the club in order to request their views on safe standing. Um, thoughts on safe standing? Are we for it? I imagine most of us are. 100%. I think safe standing is great. There's so many times at Blues games where I just want to stand up, but obviously the area you're in. I know the majority of the upper Tilton or the upper part of the middle upper Tilton. Yeah, like block 11, often, yeah. Yeah, yeah, standing games. And I know often the the corner of the cot by the away fans uh, stand up in some games as well. So I think mm. safe standing is a great idea though. I think it's a, it, I think when you stand, it just naturally brings a bit more atmosphere. Um, but once again, as I just said, it's all well and good saying that it's so easy to tell fans they're going to do this. We actually want to see it now. Yeah. There is absolutely no way you can implement safe standing in our alpha ground. Mm. In my opinion. You need to have the ground fixed before you even consider safe standing. And oh, yeah, in. no, that is 100%. That's yeah. priority number one. That, it always should have been priority number one, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I'm not too sure if they have been considering it as priority number one. But it is, no, of course you, you can't make a, you can't maximise your profits if you don't have the whole stadium open. No other football club is running a successful business by having half of their stadium closed. It doesn't make any sense. We have a 30,000 stadiums, seater stadium. And we're currently, uh, our maximum capacity, I think, is 15,000. So, like Jamie, you say, you know, it's all great saying these things, but priority number one, stadium. Simple as. Get those lower tiers fixed yeah. and get it as done as quickly as possible. If they say summer of 2023, make it summer of 2023 when things start. Or at least give us progress updates every two to three weeks in the summer, every month even. Just to kind of go, look, here's what we've done so far. Here's what we've done. Like I said about 10 minutes ago, even if they just get the tilt and open again and just leave a bit of it still to be done and just say, look, we've done as much as we can and then come this time, we'll finish it. Cool. At least something is reopen. I want it all fucking open by the end of the summer, theoretically, but I want something at least. I want to see some progress. Yeah. Yeah, so start of the new season should potentially be when the stadium is realistically yeah. open. Whether they work... Yeah, I know. It's I don't know whether they would work in a certain pattern. So like, obviously, you've got the corner from the Tilton and Cup, whether they would start in the middle and move outwards because they might not be able to finish the whole project within a mm -hmm. summer. And they might just have like the ends like they did just before it went into um, mm -hmm. construction or rebuild. It was just like the ends was cut off. I don't remember that. Um, mm. I think it was the Albion game in that season where before lockdown, uh, we lose 3-2 at home. And it's like right at the end of the uh, separation from the uh, the um, uh, cup to the away end. It's like a big sort of black strip of material just separating yeah. those of the sides. I wouldn't be too frustrated if they couldn't finish the whole thing off because I'm un I'm completely aware of the fact that it was it's a big project to undertake. Um, 
my frustration again just comes from the fact of how long this has taken. Um, so I wouldn't be too against the fact that it's just like a block or something, just not finished just in time. But obviously, I don't know. I'm not a construction. I'm not a builder at all. We just want to see progress. That's all. We just want to see progress. I, I still think the club has to do everything in their power to get that stadium open, uh, mm. fully open before the new season. But if there's only limited things they can do, fine. But I swear, if we're in the exact same position as we are now at the start of next season, fans are going to be kicking off and, and we're going to be fuming. So let's let's they they've listed down a few things they're going to do. Mm -hmm. We we want to see them done. Simple as. And one of those things, um, just going back towards the top of the uh, letter here, um, sort of discusses the fan advisory board and also um, realistically an, an, an exit strategy, obviously, because we don't want them in the club anymore. They've they've made it clear they don't want to invest anymore. So it's time for them to leave and sell up their, uh, their shareholder in the club and go elsewhere. So they've stated very vaguely again i mean the whole thing is vague which has pissed people off isn't it um it goes on to say about in principle i support the proposal of a fan advisory committee i doubt that he does to be honest really that doesn't really i don't really believe that uh concept which was a cornerstone of tracy crouch's fan-led review that was very good i remember reading a lot of that and the results in football governance white paper which was released on the 23rd of february um essentially that pretty much we need like an exit strategy for what they're going to do really because it says here in the third paragraph down if i'm not wrong uh letter also requested an exit strategy and associated timelines for legal reasons i'm restricted what i can share in relation to the future plans of the parents company i mean i don't know what you it's guys so think that. it's so vague they, they've said they're they're they've forming or they've got an exit strategy whatever but we can't go into any more detail and yes they probably can't but it's so but there's literally nothing we can talk about or say on that matter because mm. th there's literally no information there except we will have or do have an exit strategy that, that that's that's all there is to it so yeah we, you know we, we've wanted them out of the club for years now um as you said tommy they're clearly not willing to invest they need to move on and hopefully they'll have an exit strategy just yeah. fuck off as soon as possible. <laughs> that's all i can say about it yeah I, mean, I just want a confirmation that we have a 21.84 percent fucking owner as well i want mm. that confirmation set in stone from the efl who apparently passed richardson and then have backtracked like fuck on it so i want an actual full confirmation on what is going on and not just this this consortium maybe this person maybe this person i want no this has happened this is what's going on and here's how it's happening. I want to know exact. I want to know how long before they are out the fucking club. Yeah. Because I'm sick of them, as every single Birmingham fan is. Mm. And to be fair, that as a collective, as a Blues fan base, we've done well to keep going because it is an incredibly stressful process to go through this. I mean, we could. It's been draining for us fans, isn't it? I mean, like us three have talked about it off air before. You know, it's just. Some games we've gone to this year, it just feels like you question yourself sometimes, don't you? What the fuck am I doing this? 100%. You, you How many times, play. lads, on a level have we said it before a pod? We've just gone, oh, just... Oh. I, <laughs> like... I can't tell you. I don't, I don't... I don't... I do not want to go to another Blues game this season. 
I don't. Makes you feel like that, doesn't it? I will do, but I don't because I know I'm going to walk into that ground. I'm going to watch 90 minutes of shit football, and I'm going to come out miserable as I always do. It's just the truth. I'll go, of course. Of course, I'll go because I want to support Mm. the team. But I know exactly what I'm going to see, and I don't want to do it. So this is the thing: the atmosphere and and the feel around Blues at the moment is just depressing. It's sad. It's toxic. I question how many of us want to be there supporting the club at the moment because it's just, it's so all over the shop. But that's the thing. We Deep down, we love them and we want to keep showing up and we want to support the the, the 11 players that week in, week out on the pitch. So, but yeah, it's it's we just need this club to start moving in the right direction yeah. and, and hopefully this might be the start of it. Yeah. It um, does worry me how quick they're getting information out though at the minute. Like I reckon there's going to be another one or two communications in the next few weeks at this point. Stuff, there? there's going to be a flurry I, I fully i hope to god i'm not right but i'm hoping but i'm not hoping that tomorrow or wednesday i read useless is gone like they're just going to start spamming like loads of communication yeah, out maybe. of nowhere maybe they've done this well maybe they've because maybe they've done this so sharpish they've yeah. done this so quick zach out of nowhere that they're going to just yeah. start making very rash quick decisions now this. They're doing this to buy themselves a couple more months and get the EFL to calm the tits a bit. It's the only reason they brought this. If there was no EFL clear. investigation, if there was no investigation or anything, they would not have brought this letter out. Not a chance. If the ground, if the training went and burnt on Friday night, Saturday morning, not a chance would this have come out. But they know well, now. Me, there's too much pressure on them. Let me find how many games we've played since February eighth. Um, I'll bring it up really quick. Again, I'm conscious of time. Uh, so we have played one, two, three, four five six six games we've played since the open letter was officially given to them so it's before the west brom game actually i might add um which was obviously when all the protests kicked off uh so we've played west brom beat them 2-0 we lost to cardiff 2-0 lost to huddersfield 2-1 lost to the norwich 3-1 lost to luton 1-0 and then drew to wigan on saturday so six games for that length of time yeah, it's it's, 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 it's good it's, shot, actually, yeah. Jamie. It probably is one of the reasons they've done it. They've got a lot of heat at the moment. Yeah, it took it took it took too long to come out. There's no way they've they've. It's weird they've just sat on that letter for a month. You you'd have liked to think as soon as that letter's sent, they can get something out pretty quickly. There are, I think there probably is a reason why the letters come out now and as quickly as it is, and I'm not sure what that reason is, but um, yeah, at, at, at least it's something. And, and you might be right, Jamie. Yeah, they might just be making rashes i honestly don't know we'll just have to see what the next few weeks and months brings won't we yeah obviously we can't know too much of course because we are only fans none of us are in the know here at blues focus um that's not a bad thing to say it's just that we're a fan base no, no, fan channel really giving our we're just giving our immediate reactions on what we yeah. see from the letter like like people do on twitter and everything as you say tommy we're not in the know but we can only just voice our opinions and what we think on it precisely like, yeah we're just a joke aren't we really at the minute every fan who every away fan who comes to the ground takes the piss out of us we're a laughing stock just yeah. nothing seems yeah. to be going our way at the minute i mean this is completely off topic Playing my football manager, and even three quarters of the way through my first season at FM, I got a message off the board saying potential administration ninety-eight million. In <laughs> I'm hemorrhaging two million, two well, million a yeah. month, and I'm, well, I'm, I'm in my wage budget. I'm like, what's going on? Oh, yeah, honestly, I'm not even. Save, even FM save, knows we're fucked. In, in, in his FM save, Blues are in League One and they're starting the season on minus twenty-one points. Yeah, yeah. yeah FM, that's where every FM. save you get. I got promoted and somehow got promoted, and somehow Scott Hogan got me twenty-six goals in a season through the playoffs. But and I'm still ninety-eight million in debt on the game, and I'm like, even even football manager knows we are in the bin. 
Yeah. Like, severe. So obvious, yeah. Like, <laughs> in the bin. Just before we end, then, uh, things we want to see just as, like, bullet-pointed lists, obviously. Communication. Like, yeah. More communication. More of this. Even if you can't legally say too much, at least acknowledge us. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, just, you know, could, yeah. just... Yeah, I don't know what else let's, I can say. Let, like. let, let us know what's happening to our club. We love this club. We support this yeah. club. Let us know what's happening. It is so many people have an invested interest in Blues, not just shareholders, but fans and the community as well. So we we just want to know what's happening at Blues. Yeah, Jamie, you're right. I'd like to see a bit more communication. That that stadium, as I've said, needs to be open uh, for the start of the 23-24 season. Um, and, and BSHL leave the club. That's all I want to yeah. see. Have that is literally what it says. Job. Yeah, it literally does say that in that letter that was issued to them. It, it, essentially, it says, talk to us, let, uh, hit, listen to us as well, and leave. That's what it is. That's all we want from that letter. And I've, I'm pretty sure that everybody else can pretty much agree that we agree with that, don't we? we, we there will be zero, zero bad blood, I think, between us and BSHL. If they leave peacefully and follow an action plan, it's done. If they go by that, Everyone's happy. We can kind of just move on with all our lives together collectively as a football club, as a fan base. And just six or seven years. Six or seven, the last 12 years, including Carson. I feel like I've aged 75 years since Carson Young took over. (laughs) I know I'm old. I feel even older. You old fuckwit. (laughs) But do you know what I mean? Just if they literally follow a plan to the T that they give us and it's agreed with with Blues fans and all this because apparently they want to go for all the communication back to supporters as well fine because you're gone you won't hear from us again we don't want to hear from you again goodbye see you later but mm-hmm. if they start dragging it out and playing the bollocks which i feel like they could that's when it's going to get tasty well this has been a blues focus news round i want to call it um it's not a podcast this won't be going out on audio um obviously this is very last minute but of course we want to hear from you guys of course uh you listening at home what do you think to this are you just fed up with it all or are you actually quite interested by this um let us know down in the comments below be sure to add us on twitter and facebook as well uh we're very interactive of all, as always you know we're always looking to um get as much interaction as possible talk as much so uh yeah get the conversation started thank you guys for listening and uh yeah keep right on keep, keep right on, on. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share box ready to go, your mates are already booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.